Hi, this is Ben Lowell with Back to the Bible Canada and Dr. John Newfeld. Today we continue our series, The Whole Gospel for the Whole World, as Dr. Newfeld interviews Jason Roberts from Wagner Hills Farm. Well, let's join Jason and Dr. Newfeld now. Hi, it's Dr. John Newfeld here, and it's a delight for me today to be introducing Jason Roberts. Uh, Jason Roberts is the CEO of an organization called Wagner Hills Farm, and it's an addiction recovery center. And as we're talking about the difference that the gospel makes in our culture, in our world, uh, Jason's an ideal person to have here. Jason, welcome to our studios here at Back to the Bible. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. We, yeah. Uh, we're going to divide our interview into two sections. And so this first section, we just want to get to know who you are. And uh, it's a strange place to start, but at one time, Jason Roberts was a drug addict. Yeah, yeah. So tell a little bit about that. How did you get to be that? Yeah, okay. Um, I've been out of that life for almost 20 years now, but um, it started in my high school years and uh, it started with, you know, I think it started with uh, pain. You know, there had been some stuff that happened in my life, happened in my family, and uh, and not knowing how to deal with that. But then also um, looking for acceptance, looking for um, fulfillment. You uh-huh. know, chasing something that, and and that journey lasted from my my early high school years right through till I was uh, about twenty five, and I used. Um, I used everything through that time, but in the end, my my drug addiction had uh, progressed to I was using heroin, right. and um, and I I share this a lot because I can remember it so well. It was the the prayer that I was saying at the time was um, I believed that there was a God, so I was saying God, um, kill me or get me out of this somehow. But really, the first thing I was requesting was was kill me, like just take me out, huh. um, or if there's a way out, you know, show it to me. Now, all the while that you were going through this, you had a Christian mom who was praying for you. Yeah, yeah. A lot of Christian influence in my family, in my background. My mom, um, my, my mom and my grandma, um, they would be, they were praying for me, you know, in a way that probably didn't let them sleep a lot, huh. <laughs> you know? Huh. And so... Um, and even even times near the end of my addiction, I can remember them trying to find me um, a day after something had transpired that was dangerous or bad. And I, I could, I mean, one of the reasons that I knew God was real is because of those times. They were trying to track me down and see where I was, see if I was alive um, because God had woken them up to pray at crucial times. And I just thought, man, yeah, he's 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 not letting me go or some, oh. somehow he's got his hand on my life and I was running, right? Yeah. But yeah, great praying mom and praying grandma. Yeah, one of the great Christian poems is called The Hound of Heaven. So sounds like you're hearing the footsteps of God all the way through this. Yeah. Was there a crisis moment for you where you came to the point where that, that it led you actually to Wagner Hills? Talk about that. Yeah, there was a, there was a number of months where I kept hitting... Um, kept hitting in very low patches, you know, and it was probably about over a course of about a six month period where I was, where I was waking up and there were no more drugs left. And I was, I, I was praying that prayer, God, 
get me out of this, kill me or get me out of this. And, um, and that, even in that time, I was, I was using too much. I was, I was, I was doing crazy things where I was hoping that I wouldn't come to. And I kept coming to and kept praying that prayer. And one of the times when I was praying that prayer, my, um, my mom, she came to the place where I was living huh. and uh, she, she wouldn't usually do that. I, I believe, uh, well, she'll, she'll tell you that she, she was hearing from the Lord that she was supposed to go and, go and check on me, go and, right. go and talk to your son about getting out of this. Wow. And so right at the right time, um, did she take you to Wagner Hills? Yes, she did. And my dad did as well. They, uh-huh. they, they divorced when I was in high school, but they, uh, they sort of came together as mm-hmm. far as trying to uh, get me out of that life. And my dad, my dad's a doctor and he had kind of, they had both kind of gotten ready for the worst. Uh, my dad in particular, like he, um, he was working the emergency a lot and he was ready oh. to see me come in, you know? So they had really... Um, over the course of 10 years, I think gotten, gotten ready for the worst, right. you know? Um, so my mom came to the place where I was living. She woke me up and she told me about Wagner Hills Farm. Huh. And, uh, and back then it was, a, it was a program that it's changed a lot to, to this day, but back then it was, um, if you had a family member who needed that help, you could bring them out a few days in a row and they would, uh, you'd see if it was a fit, right? Did they want so to So that was your it? first step. They, yeah. You were taken for a couple of days. Yeah. And you were amenable to that immediately? Yeah. I, I, you were ready to go? Yeah, because I, I was waking up in that place where I would have prayed that, that, that prayer of escape. Yeah. And here was a means of escape to, you know, something. I didn't, um, I didn't have a lot of hope uh-huh. at all. Um, but I just said, yeah, I'll go. Like I was surrendered and I, you know, so the, I, I, you know, it was a, a day, day or two after that, and I was being picked up and driven there and dropped off in the morning, and that carried on for probably three days or four days before I, before I was able to go in there. I see. So it was a daily, yeah, going there every single day. Yeah, you're trying to figure out, can I actually stay here? Yeah, and you came to the conclusion at four days that this is where I'm gonna be. Yeah, the first day, the first day I was so sick that um, I walked in the front door and I laid down on a couch huh. and uh, they were gracious enough to let me sleep all day on that couch. And at the end of the day, I was picked up and taken home again. Um, and each day I'm getting a little more clear headed. So the next day I was able to participate um, and that meant that meant uh, that meant that I went straight down into a chapel service, a worship service, uh-huh. and that's where things really started to change. Right in that moment, I hadn't I I knew that something real and good was going on in that room, and all uh-huh. it was was sincere worship, yeah. and and um, powerfully started to work on my heart, a, a really closed, hard, rebellious heart that wouldn't hear from anybody can hear from the Lord in worship, yeah. you know? And that's why, that's why we do that at the farm. I was with the guys this morning at 6.30 in the morning <laughs> worshiping so, because that's what changes us. Yeah, that's that significant encounter. Here's the voice of God yeah. speaking. Yeah, yeah. So you sensed that and uh, you, you were there. So I know that there is this convergence of events, right? I mean, you, you came to Christ at Wagner Hills. Am yeah, I right? yeah. So within the first few days, um, it might have been the third day. Probably my mom would be good to have here in the interview, but, oh. but probably the third day, 
I felt like I could talk to God and I, I just, before he had, before he, before I had said, come into my life, before I had said, I want you to take over anything like that. I, I prayed a prayer uh, and I'm, I'm sick, I'm detoxing. I prayed this prayer, God, if you can do better with my life than what I've done with it, then right. you can have it. Wow. And that was a very powerful, powerful moment, a powerful prayer. And, and it was sincere uh-huh. um, to the point where I felt an answer right away. You know, like I just felt you need to go and go in and talk to, um, there was a director of the farm at the time. His name is Helmet, uh, Helmet Bohm, still there like a dad to me. But I went in and I said to him, I, th- I think I'm supposed to, I think I'm supposed to stop stop using some of the stuff I'm using to come off of the drugs. And I think I'm supposed to, um, I mean, really that was my focus when I talked to him. And he said, okay, well, first of all, you need to give your life to Jesus. And so we got down on our knees in, uh, in what was then his office. And, uh, and I gave my life to the Lord there and in, in that moment. And, and I also, I also was touched in that moment in a way that, um, I did stop, taking some of the medication I was using. And huh. I, I, don't, I don't advocate for everybody jumping off their medication right. or anything like that. I was just instructed in my heart to do that. Uh-huh. Yeah. Now, we're, when we come back, we're going to talk about how, how this has actually happened that a drug-addicted young man who's sleeping all day on the, first, on the couch on the first day that you're there, mm-hmm. 20 years down the road, becomes the CEO of Wagner Hills Farm, mm-hmm. in which... Men and women are encountering Jesus and finding the victory that they find with Christ and lives are being changed because what happened to you there set the direction for your life. And so there's a really profound story that's still awaiting. So uh, we want to encourage people to continue to listen because as we do, we're going to hear of how God changes human lives. The Celebration Caribbean Cruise is scheduled for February 2018. Join the Back of the Bible Canada ministry team on board the Royal Caribbean's Freedom of the Seas, one of their most beautiful ships, for a seven-day journey to some of the Caribbean's most spectacular and exotic islands and locations. Enjoy everything the cruise has to offer and the inspirational Bible teaching of Dr. John Newfeld, worship and concert by the Weebs, and of course, encouragement and laughter from Laugh Again's own Phil Calloway. This is a vacation event for the entire family that you won't want to miss. So make plans today and call us at 1-800-663-2425 or visit backtothebible.ca for all the cruise details. Space is limited, so don't be disappointed. Book now. And just as an added reminder, all ministry vacation events are paid for by the participants and no ministry resources are used for these purposes. I'm with uh, Jason Roberts, who's the CEO of Wagner Hills Farm. And Jason, we've just begun our conversation, and it really is the story of your conversion. A drug-addicted young man who finds Christ at Wagner Hills and uh, finds a new strength to live. And uh, there's a whole lot of things that I'm sure have happened uh, since you became the CEO at Wagner Hills. So I, I want to, however, just talk about Wagner Hills for a bit, and then we'll just backtrack and talk about how you became who you are. Um, but 
I want to ask you this question. Wagner Hills is located in Langley, British Columbia. Mm -hmm. There's both a campus for men and there's a campus for women. Talk a little bit about what actually happens there. Okay, well, men's campus, women's campus, they're about a half an hour apart. They're working farms. And uh, so uh, I could kind of highlight on the men's campus with... We have, uh, we have blueberries, we have bees, we have cows, we have pigs, we have greenhouses. So we're a working farm and we're a year long, uh, you know, and, and some people are looking for shorter, or, you know, uh, we work with individuals, different, different lengths of time for different people too, you know, because sometimes guys have got families and, but right up front, we asked for a year and for a lot of the young guys coming, they've never finished a full you know, a full year of anything, full year of anything. So right. for them, sometimes they push through some of the really hard times because they want, they want that celebration at the end. So working farm, uh, we also were non-smoking facility. That's uh-huh. a big deal. And really kind of a neat thing that we've done is we've talked to the guys coming in over the last, over the last couple of years about it really being a privilege to be here, not right. a right. Um, a lot of a lot of a lot of people in addiction, a lot of people who are in a victim place, they really believe they've got all these rights, you know, and and we do have rights, but as far as the guys coming into the farm, we just really say, you know what, this is a privilege for you to be here. We um we do this as best as we can and um and we treat you guys like the guys really feel loved there. So oh. that's a huge, huge part of it. Um they know that they're not a paycheck for us, right. you know, like it's, it, we're doing, this is a work of love, right? Yeah. And there was one point at which I was working through the budget and working through some things. And I just said, we want to make sure that every guy who's here really wants to be here. Huh. And, and we started working on that and uh, it's changed the culture of the place over the last couple of years. It's been a very powerful change. So now, now when we have 40 guys in their first year, um, they want to be there, you know, and with the, with the old way, it could be half and half. And sometimes you had, you know, now we've got guys who are very serious about being there. Um, and, and also more and more of them are staying on into their second year and we're helping them with education. So we've got a number of guys going to university. So it's, it's becoming much more than, um, much more than recovery. It really is about getting a life. And I, I talk to the guys about that, right? It's like, some of you never had a life, so this is a place to get a life. And it's, you know, and some of you guys have lost your life. This is a place to get your life back. So let's talk about the philosophy of what you're about. Yeah. Um, when a person comes there, you're obviously explaining to them what's going to happen to them, but explain to us your own philosophy. I mean, you've obviously got a program um, for drug addicted young men and women. So mm-hmm. if they're going to be involved in that, what kind of things are you actually doing to help them to free themselves from addiction? Well, from uh, the beginning of their time there, there's, there's, a, there's quite a schedule that they need to follow. They know what they're going to be involved in each day. And there is, uh, there's class before breakfast time. There's breakfast that you need to be at. And it's a working farm. So uh, we have three full work days uh-huh. and then classes in the evenings. Um, uh, there is uh, Bible study, there's worship, um, and there's all kinds of practical classes. And we have more and more uh, speakers coming in from out, outside. We have, um, we have speakers coming from local Bible schools. We have, uh, we have 
guys coming and teaching on how to be a dad. Wow. Um, at the women's campus, they'll have things appropriate for them over there. And even simple things like really simple budgeting and finances and all of that stuff, really um, well-rounded as well as counseling. Um, uh, we have a great uh, kind of head psychologist who who's come on board and just been an awesome, awesome help to us and all of our all of our counselors report to her and, and she directs us. So it's, it's, a, it's a wide range of stuff that they get there. Um, Along with the work that they do on the farm. So yeah. they're, they're actually learning to work. Uh, they're learning to come to terms with who they are. That's the, the psychologist part of it. Yeah. They deal with their, with their addiction. Do you have medical doctors as well that you deal with? Or? We have that we can call on. We don't have any on site. Yeah, yeah. We have a lot who are supportive in the community and. So, yeah. So, and then, you know, I mean, you talked about people going on to university afterwards. So are you also teaching them about how to study, how to, how to learn, how to read? I mean, all of those basic skills, which I'm going to assume that a lot of those people that are there don't have. Yeah, you know what? It's, um, we, we have guys coming from all different backgrounds. So we have guys who have some of that. We even have, we have, we have quite quite a few professionals now, oh. so so that's why I'm saying some of them are some of them are getting their life back because they've already they were already successful already doing things and they got caught in some kind of trap that got them you know even can be as simple as a car accident and getting hooked on pills and oh. it happens a lot now um, and then there are the guys who um, well we have guys who are learning to read better we have got a lot of guys getting their GED. Mm -hmm. uh, as well as, um, yeah, guys going to university, going to uh, different different local schools, whether it be for the horticulture that they're learning in our greenhouse. Like we've got a fellow who's just finishing up his fourth or fifth year. Um, I met with a guy this morning, he's doing the um, commercial beekeeping course, wow. you know, which is a very intense course, but, you know, and, and they usually wanna stay on and help us develop uh, we're helping to develop them. They're going to stay on and help us develop all of the industry that we need to build at the farm. So it's a pretty cool trade-off. It's, it's, it's fascinating to me. And in the middle of all of that, I mean, you're integrating the gospel, learning the scriptures. Uh, I mean, you talked about walking into your first ever meeting and, and being a part of worship. Mm -hmm. So you're, 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 you're tying that together with a relationship with Christ. Yeah. Uh, the gospel, knowing him, and and even bringing in speakers that come to help with with gospel centered issues. I'm yeah, sure. absolutely. It, it's and if I can find, you know, from my own personal time with the Lord each day in His Word, I'm I'm always saying, Lord, what what do you want me to deliver? Like even if it's something small, um, you know, just the other day, I, I just talked to the guy about to all the guys about. Uh, why we don't say, oh my God, you know, they yes. didn't, they don't know that. And, and you have to like, you have to break it down and get like really simple. That's why we, that's why we use the alpha course. We use all uh -huh. these different things to make sure that we aren't assuming that, that they know stuff. We're going to start with the simple stuff. And if you're getting too much of the simple stuff, then you, you need to start, you need to start saying, you know, don't keep feeding me, but actually start thinking like a minister because there's all kinds of guys who are coming in who are just like you when you came in. Right. You need to you need to help them help them grow. So it's it's kind of cool. Yeah. 
I, I don't know whether this is the right question to ask, but I'm just curious now in terms of the, the, the people that come, mm-hmm. how many of them will come to Christ while they're with you? Uh, you know what? Most of them. Most of them. Yeah. Do. Almost all of them. Yeah. Because they find that they've been loved by God. Yeah. Yeah. And so you have taken the gospel and you've taken it to places where it desperately needs to be heard. Yeah. And you've delivered the gospel in the context in which Jesus delivered it yeah. with healing and restoration and uh, the whole person. Yeah. And so that, that becomes your ministry. Yeah. You know, if, if we can, if this is so, so wonderful, and, and just so that I don't forget, so let me make sure that I do that. If someone wants to get a hold of Wagner Hills uh, and yourself, yeah. how do they do that? Our website would be the best way to go, wagnerhills.com. Wagnerhills.com or simply uh, Google it and I'm sure yeah. they'll find it as well. Wagner yeah. Hills Farm yeah. and they will be able to find that. Yeah, so. they, can even, they can even find my number on there and phone me. Like I just, anyone who... Anyone who's serious about it, we want to be available. And uh, yeah, so it's, it, we're easy to find um, all across Canada. We're getting a lot of people from all over Canada. So Now, I want to make sure that I end on this note. For you as a person who's come to know Christ, um, you're a husband. I know that mm-hmm. you're married to one of our staff members here. Yeah. And uh, you have children. But this is the ministry that God has entrusted to you. It, talk a little bit about what God has done in your life because of your involvement in this? Well, um, uh, I've seen it through the, through the church that I'm at. I, I find that God's call to help the least, yeah. to help the broken ones, to help ones that, um, yeah, that, that are, you know, I know that there's um, people out there who, I know this because of some of the guys in our program, but they would keep, they would keep other drug addicts alive because they didn't want them to die, not because of caring for their life, but that's, that's somebody's client. That's someone buying your drugs. Yeah. You got to keep them alive. Yeah. You, otherwise you're killing your customers, you know? Right. So I know um, when we look after the least, um, when a church looks after the least, when it, it, it blesses in a way that um, you can't always, you can't always see that the cause and effect, like you look after the least and, and, and this happens over here. There's just a, I just believe that there's this this blessing that yeah. comes, and he's really he's really pleased he's really pleased with us when we do this. Um, yeah, it's it's hugely important. Amen. Nothing like operating in the center of God's will. Jason Roberts, thank you so much for being a part of our broadcast today, and thank you for the ministry that you're doing. God bless you. Thank you. Thanks. The next issue of Truth in Life magazine is ready to be sent out in June, so now is the time to ask for your copy. This coming month, the issue will share the most important and central value of the ministries of Back to the Bible Canada, teaching the Bible. In fact, We Teach the Bible will be the theme throughout the month of June. The Bible is at the very heart of our ministry, and Truth in Life will speak to the importance of how this central mission is changing lives for the kingdom. So ensure your copy of Truth and Life magazine is sent to your home or office today. You'll be encouraged, inspired, and yes, taught from God's Word with articles from Dr. John Newfeld, Phil Calloway, Ray Duick, Isaac Dagno, and others. And you'll discover everything all the ministries of Back to the Bible Canada is up to. So get your copy today by calling 1-800-663-2425 or sign up online at 
backtothebible.ca.